It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> What a week it has been in the WWE. It started off with the only night of the year that the WWE goes extreme. Minus TLC, Money in the Bank and Hell in a Cell, of course. We saw Seth Rollins successfully defend his WWE World Heavyweight Championship in a steel cage. A giant fell at Extreme Rules. And of course, a new day and new champions. You're listening to the Royal Ramble UWS. I'm your host, Ewan Maxwell. And I'm joined by, as always, Dalen Doherty, Michael Temlett, the only true babyface left on planet Earth since Kofi Kingston's heel turned Stuart Hind, and a man who's seen his hero John Cena overcome all odds on Sunday night, it's Mr. Hustle, loyalty and respect, Matt Finlay. You can get in contact with us on Twitter at Royal Ramble UWS. I repeat, at Royal Ramble UWS. We're now available on iTunes. We are, our name is Royal Ramble UWS 1. On the show, we'll discuss Extreme Rules, the new King of the Ring, the ever-growing suspicion that Daniel Bryan may never return, and the second round of Guess the Superstar. But first, we're going to talk about Seth Rollins retaining his WWE World Heavyweight Championship with an RKO of his own against Randy Orton. Dalen, what did you think of the finish of the match? Uh, it was pretty much how I expected it to be in the sense thought that I thought Seth Rollins would escape the cage. I said that last week, they would either go over the cage or through the door. Inevitably, he went through the door. It was a strange finish. Obviously, we talked about the cub stomp not um, not being there. Once again, no cub stomp. No, no, no cub stomp. So he used uh, what he described as the SKO, and that's um, that's how it ended. I think it was a strange ending. It turned out it was all about Kane. There was no Bray Wyatt. Bit underwhelming, and it was what we thought the best match on the card. It wasn't, and it's just we'll have to wait and see what payback brings. Yeah, you mentioned Kane there. We're in the year of 2015 and Kane is still a main event player. Is this should this be happening, Stuart? First of all, it's good it's good to be back. Oh yeah, um, welcome back, Stuart. <laughs> I feel like I've been repackaged by the <laughs> WWE new theme music. Maybe a cape. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kane uh, is quite strange in being uh, in the main event picture because obviously he isn't as agile, isn't as fit, isn't as fast as he once was. But yeah. It's, the whole match was confusing for me. I didn't understand where they were going with it. The finish, as Dylan said, wasn't wasn't the best, and the match wasn't what we expected <coughs> either. Uh, it just didn't play out very smoothly at all for me, and I don't see why Kane's involved. Yeah, Kane came in and chokeslammed nearly every single person who was inside the cage. Uh, JJ Security, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. Michael, do you feel that Randy Orton was screwed? No, I, I think... It was always going to be the case. Uh, the, the finish, like Dalen predicted last week, looked almost inevitable. It was to make you believe there'd be a Kane heel uh, face turn. Sorry, in there, there wasn't. Uh, Randy Orton, you know, we know now he's in the main event at the next pay per view, uh, but he's not somebody that we expect uh, to win the title. We didn't expect that on Sunday, uh, and we certainly don't expect it in the months going forward. Seth Rollins needs to now become a uh, a champ who isn't always crawling away from situations. Yes, Matt, do you feel that Seth Rollins is poorly being built up as the champion now? Uh, he needs help from the likes of Kane and JJ Security. Where can you see him going from now? I'm not sure. I think um, I think it's just going to keep com continuing. 
to be honest, I think he's just going to, I mean, find slimy ways to get out of matches. And he, if I don't know what the what the match at payback is going to be like, um, but now I'm not really sure. I mean, it's it's a shame because he is he is a talent, and everyone was so buzzing when he won the belt, and we all we're all maybe calling an authority like leaving the authority, and nothing's happening. So I think until he until he loses his belt, he's just definitely going to be that slime ball character that they've built him up as. I firmly believe as well that the the triple threat. Uh, will be a great match. Uh, yeah, the one with Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns is a great addition to that match. <coughs> uh, and in terms of making Rollins look stronger, if he can beat them two guys, which I expect he will, then you know that's fantastic for him. And it'll all be about what Reigns and Orton do to each other, and he'll just come in and pick up the win. Uh, yes, it makes him look almost like he's getting away with it. Match used the word slimy to describe it there, but it's the way that you know a heel champion can be, and like we mentioned, an opportunist. Yeah, I think the match itself, it didn't live up to expectations. Uh, I think the the cage wasn't used enough, in my opinion. There was, We did get the angle of Orton uh, trying to get out of the cage, but Kane slamming the door shut. But Stuart, do you feel that there should be more spots used with the cage? Because it, it was extreme rules, of course. Well, I think that was just the theme of the pay-per-view, though, really, wasn't it? Like, there wasn't enough extreme spots. Uh, for being extreme rules, it wasn't nearly what you'd expect it to be. They didn't use the cage enough. There wasn't, obviously, there wasn't any blood as it is the PG era. But when it's in a cage, I think they built too much on the fact that the cage was keeping Rollins and the authority apart rather than Orton using it as his weapon to make up for the lack of RKO. I think they could have used it a lot better than they did and the match overall was quite disappointing as was the whole extreme aspect of Extreme Rules for me. I've got to disagree with the, the whole extreme part of it. I think there was a lot of extreme moments, just not the main event in my opinion. Um, moving on, Seth Rollins' former friend Roman Reigns <coughs> uh, defeated Big Show in a last man standing match and I've got to hold my hands up and we all we all have th to I think hear every probably everyone has to hold their hands up at this table um, apart from Stuart who probably wasn't he wasn't here everyone has to hold their hands up because we were dreading the thought yeah of of this match lasting over 15 minutes it did last over 15 minutes but you know what it was probably match of the night with incredible spots wherever you go what was your favorite moment michael Hard to tell, I think the spear uh, through the table is fantastic. The uh, match probably should have ended after that as Absolutely well. Absolutely agree with you there. Yeah, the, the whole tipping of the table is akin to Del Rio uh, a couple of years ago in the last think match. I think it's, it's something like, obviously, like Cena ends his matches yeah. on, you know, pin well, the giant I, down. The, the thing is as well, though, we, we all said that this wouldn't be a great match. The fans in attendance, I've I seen signs saying last man awake. Uh, that was it. So people thought it would be that dull of a, it would be a total snooze fest and you can't blame them for thinking that. But credit to Roman Reigns and Big Show, more to Roman Reigns uh, because he's carried the majority of that match and he's really, he's looked great and that's the way you should be booking him. Look how he's been booked at WrestleMania, look how he's booked at Extreme Rules and on Monday Night Raw he got a great reaction. The fans are finally believing in him. It's got to be done that way, not just bring them back to win the Rumble. Yep, he got a great crowd reaction at Extreme Rules as well and and uh, surprisingly, it was in Chicago, uh, of all places, where you wouldn't expect Roman Reigns to be getting such a positive uh, reaction from. Dalen, do you think that Roman, Roman Reigns has turned the corner since WrestleMania, really? Well, I, I've been on record of saying that I but I believe in Roman Reigns. Believe. I believe that. Um, I think a lot of the criticism has been unfair. I think people have been harsh to not give him a chance. At WrestleMania, we saw a different side to Roman Reigns. He proved himself to the, the critics that he can take a match with Brock Lesnar. 
and in Extreme Rules, he carried Big Show where people before, like John Cena, um, Kane, Randy Orton, where they they can they've struggled to f- to carry the Big Show through matches. And Roman Reigns had done that. He carried him through a match and put on a spectacular match. And it was match of the night. And moment could could be extreme moment of the year. The Slammy Award for that spear through the table. Um, it was it was excellent. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the triple threat match now. And an, another spot that I don't think we've mentioned on the show was the choke slam from inside the ring. And uh, 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 choke slams Roman Reigns on the outside through two tables. Matt... It, credit where credit's due. Big Show, did you expect Big Show to be that extreme? No. <clears throat> Especially no. at the, the start of the match where he was like, I do not need weapons. Yeah, exactly. No, he he was fantastic, Big Show. I mean, he, he did really well um, to, to hold his own as well. I mean, I think everyone's saying, okay, Reigns carried it and so on. But Big Show, Big Show showed his experience in the match and doing all the, as I said, putting them through the tables and so on. It's excellent. Really, really good. Really good from Big Show. Yep, I think uh, his last big match. No, I'm going to call it. Show deserves a push for the, that performance. <laughs> <laughs> but that that match was a surprise of the night. Uh, but also a surprise on the card was there was a new day, and they're the new tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that from Michael. He's been doing it all week. But Michael, last week you weren't uh, really singing off the same um, song that you're uh, same hymn sheet. Hymn sheet, sorry. Yeah. That you were uh, singing right there. I, w- I was certainly not part of the, the choir. Uh, <laughs> and I think that I think that New Day, I've totally turned it around. Uh, I have to hold my hands up like you did with the Reigns Big Show match and say I was probably the worst critic last week. Now they are absolutely fantastic. I, I love them as a tag team. The whole heel aspect is working. Uh, at first I didn't think it was going to make them relevant. Uh, they're deluded heels. They, they are deluded heels. They're fantastic to watch. And I tell you what, they put on a great match. They did uh, probably the second best match tonight, but I've got to get to Stuart Hine, Mr. Babyface of the Royal Rumble UWS. <sighs> Your man Kofi Kingston, what 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 is he up to? Absolutely, absolutely. I'll, never, I'll never forgive Kofi for that. You have to look he, at he, life he in he a tore, different way he now. Tore my heart into several pieces. What about Kid and Cesaro? That was brilliant. I loved them together. The whole uh, Cesaro swing with the drop kicks, with an amazing finisher. And then you've got New Day just stealing victories. It just it cheapens it for me. Effectively, that makes Tyson Kidd and Cesaro now baby faces. So oh, you can now support them. I can now support. We spoke on the show last week of our doubt of Tyson Kidd and Cesaro mid-betweeners. But now they're this definitely is cemented. For, I mean, to, to, bring, to bring up Cesaro, um, it's the baby face push has came a year too late. Um, but why not now? I think it can work. And they won't win the titles back immediately. I think it's uh, it's a vehicle for the new day to be, as Michael says, deluded heels and t- to make fans hate them because they do. And um, it'll, it'll be, oh, Michael, Michael doesn't. But um, it'll be it'll be good to see Tyson Kidd and Cesaro win the titles back. Uh, I would say around the Money in the Bank time. Yeah, the new day. Uh, Surprise, surprise, they win. It's just some week for them. It's probably the, the best week in WWE since they came into the WWE as the New Day. I think the, the superstars themselves would have thought and seen the idea that their faces, maybe they wanted to change and they were they now excelling at it, especially Big E, in my opinion. I think the way he goes around uh, clapping and all that. Is put his posh voice on and everything. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. What I, th- what I think is good about it as well, just as uh, Xavier Woods coming out with the title round his waist, even though he's 
He's not won it. <laughs> Even though he's on the ringside, just clapping the, like, the mat. And he's he's won the matches for them. He's the first man so. in WWE and TNA history to win the tag teams, uh, be a tag team champion without actually winning the belts. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> Statistic. Fun fact of the day. Um, but I feel that it was great when uh, Woods comes out and shouts at the crowd, we're good now, we're good now, why? Why are you booing us? <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Um, also on the show, they had Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler in a Kiss Me Airs match, which uh, no one could actually say uh, in, on the pay-per-view. They couldn't say airs. They were going, ass. <laughs> so, is it Jojo's the ring announcer? Yeah, she, Jojo. She made a good job of it, to be fair. She, 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 she done well. <laughs> the match itself was great. Dolph Ziggler won, but he technically lost in, this, in the same respect there because he had to kiss. Was the match great, though? I, was I it, feel we've like seen, it w- we've seen better on Raw from the two of them. I think I don't think it was pay per view quality that match. The ending, uh, the, yeah, Ziggler, the win as well is a bit of shock. It dragged on too long as well. I think that's why that's why it ended early was because so they could do the big four. Yeah, see, I would I would have gave them another three four minutes of zigzag bro. Yeah, the actual wrestling which we know that both of them can do because Sheamus is one of the best you know full out brawlers that they have. It was his character that was issued before. Now is this heel. He's got to look, you know, more dominant, and the match just didn't have enough uh, give and take for my liking. I think the post-match antics uh, lasted far too long. Sheamus reluctantly was uh, saying no, no, no uh, to Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> if, was, if, it, if the ending was going to be the way it did, why did they not just do it a minute or two sooner? Like, just get it over with. They tried to let uh, Sheamus escape from all four sides of the bloody arena, for God's sake. <laughs> Um, before uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, received a broad kick. Um, but also on the, sh- on the pay-per-view, we had Dean Ambrose and Luke Harper, and probably the longest ever match in Extreme Rules history. It went 56 minutes and 10 <laughs> seconds, uh, but we only seen about seven minutes of it. Uh, Stuart, you said to me before the show that you thought it was, an, it was a great idea, but I, I did suggest why was there no cameras uh, following the superstars about the streets of Chicago. I suppose you can look at it. It's, like a, that. it's a Chicago street fight. Why not cameras? I just I really enjoyed the fact that the the show kept going, and that was happening elsewhere, and there wasn't a finish to it. There was a bit of a Curtis Axel Royal Rumble. <laughs> Will it ever end? Kind of aspect to it. Royal Rumble. Obsessed. I am obsessed. Uh, so I enjoyed that part of it, especially uh, the end of the match uh, when they came back in the car and New Day are getting. Uh, interviewed. I thought that was uh, just a brilliant idea and a brilliant spot. Finally, Dean Ambrose got a pay-per-view win, uh, Matt. It's been too long. I think we can all agree on that. I can't remember last time. Night of Champions 2013. Uh, That was a long, long long time ago. Do you feel that this can... uh, uh, Dean Ambrose will move on from this and win more pay-per-view matches? Definitely. I think think it's only a matter of time before he's the Intercontinental or... Well, no, it's a continental champion, I would say. Or Ooh. yeah, no, you can you can give all the faces all you want, but no, I think he's uh, I think he's definitely going to be in that picture, especially as we all know a bit with Brian. So we just need to see. But he's um, he 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 did really well. I I mean, I say really well. I mean, it wasn't wasn't the hardest match he's ever had. He just goes and parks the car around the corner and sits around for for an hour. But he was a passenger. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was. <laughs> Rumours are that Dean Ambrose is in line for a massive, massive push going into SummerSlam. I've always I've been on record so far of saying that I think uh, Rusev will win Money in the Bank, um, but the the rumor is that it's going to be Dean Ambrose. I mean, he came close last year, and then it could be his turn this year. 
Yeah, thanks for mentioning Rusev there. I was going to get that to my next point. Matt, uh, congratulations once again, John Cena <laughs> on John Cena. Uh, Is that 10, 10 wins in a row or something it, for the US champion? It must champion, be, it must be. Make it 100 probably. <laughs> uh, but you defeated Rusev for the second time on pay-per-view. Your, your thoughts about your hero's actions? Wasn't wasn't great. Uh, it was, a, it was, it was inevitable what was going to happen. It was the worst match of the night. And I, you know what? It made me feel John Cena is out of place in the WWE now. Completely. The That's whole controversial. Show. He's out of place, Matt. No, I, oh. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think he's um, I mean, the prestige. We, we talked about it before about how Cena would bring about prestige to the US Championship, and it's already lost that prestige, in my opinion, because of the fact he's they've been having it every week on Raw, and it's the same old story. He's gonna win. Now it's obviously they're gonna be fighting at payback. The, it looks like he'll probably continue his open challenge. I would think maybe. Uh, yeah. Think he, yeah, I think I think um, it's just gonna keep going, and he's gonna win again right up until payback. So. Fact is, though, John Cena is John Cena. You can like him, you can hate him. That's all a part of his character. But John Cena gets butts on seats. People buy tickets. Like the casual fans go to see John Cena, and he, it makes sense. Like uh, putting Rusev in a match with John Cena, Rusev is gonna get exposure. They are technically in a strange kind of way. They are pushing Rusev by putting him with Cena. So, I don't agree it should be going to as many pay-per-views as it is, but it can only be good for Rusev having this run with such a mega star. Michael, you're shaking your head in disagreement there. I mean, just talking about casual fans, and casual fans won't buy the network. Casual fans probably won't be anywhere near a majority of the people in attendance. People now are being wise to the fact that, you know, if, if they get behind someone, they'll get a push. Likes of Brian, likes of Ziggler as well. If they get behind somebody they believe in, a true wrestler, then they will get what they, they want eventually in the end. Now, this seems to be the case as well. It comes down to the fact about putting tickets on seats. There are people in there. If you invest in wrestling, there are people there. If John Cena can't give you a good wrestling match, and that's exactly what happened on Sunday, it was very poor against Rusev, then maybe you're right, you and maybe he doesn't deserve to be there. I think... I have to disagree to an extent. Um, one of John Cena's biggest critics, but for me, John Cena just needs to do what Sting done. I said this a few weeks ago, and change his character to become super relevant again. It just needs a, a change up, and everyone will buy into John Cena again. Like you keep him face though. It's possible. Um, he could be face in an anti-authority figure. I don't want to make it the authority, but it's possible the. The fact that they just change his character, like they did with Sting, maybe not exactly, but if they can do that, he'd be relevant again. But I can see your point to an extent. Yeah, I think uh, Extreme Rules as a as a whole pay per view. What did you think of it? Was it good? I thought it was better than expected. Yeah, slightly above expectations, but not a not a fantastic pay per view. The probably the moment of the night for me was actually on the pre show. Uh, when Booker T got extreme, <laughs> he, he just lost the plot. It was absolutely brilliant. And speaking of Booker T, he used to be a king of the ring, and we seen for a glimpse of uh, King of the Ring at the Extreme Rules pay per view, and it was won by Wade Barrett, or should I say, Bad News Barrett, or is it King Barrett now? Um, do you think the right person has been selected to be the king? Stu. Uh, absolutely. I think there was a bit of a a romantic aspect to it that uh, it was two British guys fighting it out uh, Neville and Barrett <laughs> I thought that was there was a bit of a regal kind of aspect that I think fans uh, really enjoyed um, 
I also think in a way WWE are trying to develop uh, Barrett's character. I think they might be trying to get away from bad news. I think they think uh, he's better as a heel and with this bad news gimmick, it's kind of hard for him to come over as a heel because people enjoy it so much. So I think they're probably going to try and build him as King Barrett, King uh, Bad News or whatever. So I think they will try and develop him on from that. And as much as it pained me to see Neville lose because I really do enjoy watching him in the ring. Um, it was a good rub for him being yeah. in the final of the King of the Ring. I did predict that Neville would win the King of the Ring, but everything you've said there makes sense. I think Barrett needs a, pu- a bigger push now. Um, do you feel that Barrett will continue the, the King Barrett for a long time to come, like yeah. King Booker did? Definitely, yeah. How long did Booker T's run with it last? Pro- it was, probably a year and a half. Yeah, he and he still goes long, on about not it. Long enough. Not long it was enough. Like, it was great that uh, Booker T. I have to uh, disagree. I think it was one of the worst gimmicks of. No, I'm was, sorry. Well, did you not like King Queen no. Charmel? Come Absol- on, absolutely hated that. Like I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I hated that, and for me, like I know you, well, you were just going to go with him out there, but yeah, for me, the King of the Ring, it has its place. But when it go, it runs into gimmicks. I think that's where you, you draw the line. The lack of build-up for the King of the Ring astonished me that it happened on Tuesday night uh, on the WWE Network. I feel if I missed the Extreme Rules and started watching SmackDown on the Friday night there, I would have missed the whole King of the Ring completely. I wouldn't even know what would have happened. Do you feel that it should have been a bigger build-up, Matt, uh, for the King of the Ring? Definitely, because I actually completely forgot it was on, and I put on the network just to watch... Like something just to and kind of make me fall asleep in it, and, it and I saw King of the Ring on. I was like, what, "What's this all about?" And then so realized it was live. So, but um, no, it was a shame because um, it, it's not really given Neville a chance to build any sort of character towards it. But I mean, he slowly went along his business. It was a great match. The the, the actual King of the Ring final was a good match, and um, I thought um, I think they need to look at it if they're going to continue to do it. They need to kind of give it more of a build up. Do you feel that the King of the Ring pay per view? Should be should return, Dalen, if they're going, if they're going for this. I haven't got. Like, let me, let me be clear. Um, I think the King of the Ring has its place in WWE. I've always been a fan of it, but when it runs into people having a gimmick out it, I I don't agree. I feel like when Stone Cold won it, when Edge won it, you like can Brock oh, Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, when Brock Lesnar won it, yeah, you can have I'm King of the Ring for a month or two, but when you're a year and a half down the line and you're calling yourself a King of the mid card, um, I'm not for it. Um. I feel the gimmick might work with Barrett, but I just don't want it to go on too long. He's obviously going to run with the British monarch gimmick. Um, it's been done before. It's been done before. We've got to look at this. Barrett's had how many pushes now? And he's failed, in my opinion. Michael said on episode one about uh, Barrett's intercontinental uh, championship, and he said the championship got stale, and that's why it moved to Daniel Bryan. He is, he's a stale character. He always has been. He's a five-time Intercontinental Champion, and I just believe that he's not the right, maybe the right winner, but not the right winner. If you know, if you can understand what I mean. I, th- I think it comes down to the fact as well uh, that Barrett's bad news uh, gimmick was getting him over, obviously, uh, and then he had the injury. Since he's came back, it's been a horrendous time. 
this should hopefully kickstart him onto something, but I don't want to see him go back in the Intercontinental programme. I want to see him maybe float about, have a good few matches here and there. So where, where is his place, Michael? Would you hey, say challenging Brock Lesnar for the his, title? His place is mid. His place is mid card. With, so the Intercontinental uh, division. Uh, no, no, you don't have to necessarily be in the mid card and be fighting for Intercontinental. Also the US title you division. Can, so uh, he's dropping down by being king. Uh, I, I know. I think by being king of the ring gets him into some feuds, builds him up, and you know eventually. He's got to be gunning for gold in some way, uh, but I can't see him in the title picture right now. That's mainly just due to how uh, Feld is at the top of the card. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Daniel <coughs> Bryan there, and unconfirmed uh, reports have came out that Daniel Bryan might not be back in the WWE ring until June. I think uh, when you look at Bryan's injury... Um that's probably why I I know that WWE planned originally to run this King of the Ring tournament for quite a long while. It was originally planned to last a few weeks. Who's your source? Uh, my, my so source. is that why you've been away for two weeks? Yes, I've been, I've been, bu- I've been building my contacts. Um, but it, yes, they, they definitely did want to build it for a few weeks. But I think Brian's injury and him maybe being out till June has kind of rushed that a bit. I don't think they want to strip Brian of another title. It will devastating for his character so I think they tried to build King of the Ring so that they've got somebody to turn to in that mid card and it will be Barrett and I think that's the push he's going to get as he will sort of fill Brian's place while he's trying to return from injury So are you saying the King of the Ring will technically become the Intercontinental Championship? No, they'll obviously keep the Intercontinental Championship but while uh, Brian's trying to get back to full fitness they need someone to fill that space without Bar- stripping them Bar- off the championship the wrong, again. wrong, wrong person for it. I think you, the, the person I thought would win King of the Ring when it started, obviously we would all around this table all cheering for Adrian Neville or Neville. Um, but for me, it, it was screaming Dean Ambrose. He like... The Mad King, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know like... I mean? Like, like, if, if it was screaming like it could have been the start of this massive push we're hearing I don't know but you've just said that King of the Ring doesn't lead to a massive push and shouldn't over time and now you're saying Dean Ambrose winning it would have led to no, a massive push he said a character like becoming King Dean you wouldn't imagine Dean Ambrose coming out every week saying I am King I think Dean it would, Ambrose it would, it, would work in, it would work in that situation only for a few months as I said like you're not going to have Dean Ambrose running around with an a crown, it's not going to happen, but it would have kick-started something, whereas Barrett, I can predict this is going to fall flat on its face once again. Yeah, that Barrett has had a lot of critics in the past, especially uh, the, when it was the Nexus angle, I believe, mm-hmm. that he, he came out and no one was really believing what he could say. He feuded with the best like John Cena, like Rusev has, but surely that elevates the character. That, that elevates the character. And obviously he's feuded with Daniel Bryan as well. Uh, but now it looks like Barrett will be taking over uh, Daniel Bryan's spot at the moment. And it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. But I want to know, who's your favourite, k- your past King of the Ring? Stu. King Booker. Just, if not, just to wind up dealing. But uh, I did, I enjoyed it. Queen Charmel, the little pinky up in the air. King Booker. But Finlay and William Regal as well. I know, it's um, the sidelines. That's what great. what? What a, what a stable. And he looked right <laughs> with that with that crown and another cape. And his and his fake. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Michael, who was your favourite? I think you said Brock Lesnar earlier. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, you totally misquote me. I said uh, Booker. Uh, said King Booker as well. I, I have to be boring and agree with Stu. It's just the way he held on to the gimmick is just fantastic, and it was so entertaining to watch. What about Kurt Angle? 
Uh, he was nearly a back-to-back champion before he was uh, King of the Ring champion before uh, he was screwed out of it by uh, Shane O'Mac mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Dalen, do you feel that Kurt Angle was the best king? Uh, Kurt Angle, you could understand, was King of the Ring. He's over the years, he was clearly the, one of the best in ring performers. But yeah, yeah, I mean, to be a back back to back King of the Ring winner, that would have been excellent. I'm pretty sure um, the year it was Edge that won it. Um, yeah. 2001 but he, yeah his current angle was spectacular from his uh, WWE run and could easily go with the crown of the true king of the ring yeah that, that is uh, a shout it's a what about Sheamus and his run it didn't really work out as the king and everybody forgets William Regal was the king of the ring at one stage and then became GM of Raw so you would have for- you would never have known that if I didn't mention that Matt <laughs> I completely forgot about that to be fair yeah um, it was a good few years ago now but um no, I think, uh, going back to your opinion, I think Booker T was my, King Booker was my man uh, for that. I just loved the whole gimmick and so on and with his queen and, and yeah. <laughs> fist fight. But it was no. in the main event picture because of it, he won the King of the Ring as well. So it's kind of like what Dan was saying earlier, that Dean Ambrose, to get in the main event picture, may need to win the King of the Ring. I think it's just, he was the one exception where, like, the, that was Booker's final big push. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like... On the B show as well, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like... It, for me, for me, I I hated that. I I just hated the the tune, the Queen Charmel. I just wasn't a fan of it. Totally hated it. Um, I liked I liked Booker T the way he is now, the way he was. Just not a fan. Not a fan. Right now we are going to play our second week of Guess the Superstar. And um, Stu, you've not been here uh, when we played this, but show, show uh, me how. Show me. Uh, basically, I'll just read out three clues. To the show. <laughs> I know. Three clues, and then. In fact, can we not just talk about the success of me last week guessing Shelton Benjamin? Can we not? Can we not talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matthew won the first week. Uh, uh, Matt won. Matt won. Uh, we Matt. all. We all here. And <laughs> 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 um, played one, one, one. Uh, everyone else played zero. <laughs> I, can reti- I can retire now. Retire. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he got Shelton Benjamin right after I think it was five clues. Uh, but now we're on to week two. I'll read out three clues, and then if any of you have a clue uh, who it, the superstar is, then just shout it out. But you only get one chance. I've now went from two chances to one chance. It's a one-shot shout. Okay? Oh, my God. So is everybody ready? <laughs> Absolutely. Fire in. Do this. Okay. <clears throat> the first clue is he was born on the April 17th of 1975. He had two spells in the WWE. His first spell was in 1998 to 2004, and then he returned for a year in 2006. I think I may know who this is. Is it Tatanka? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stu, uh, you have to leave now. <laughs> what a way to, to bow out. I, I can kind of see what you're going for, but no, no, completely not. Uh, so you're out. So it's just back to the three originals. Um... Okay, anyone else want to guess? No, them three no I, I don't. Nothing just now. His nickname when he came back... This might be a big indicator. Right, it's not, because I, I, I was reading this fact, and I was like, I can't remember this. But it was like, he was called the Impact Player. He was also a one-time European champion. That's not really a clue. I think everybody was near enough the <laughs> European champion back in the day. I think I was European champion. <laughs> I don't know. And he has been managed by a WWE Hall of Famer. 
Does anyone want a guess? Someone has to take the guess. Is that all the facts? Is that our last clue? That's no, that that's six that's out of twelve. But does anyone want to have a guess? No, you're okay. No, that did nothing just now. Okay. He made his WWE debut as a bodyguard for Motley Crue on Sunday Night Heat. On match. <sighs> no, no, not yet. <sighs> bodyguard for who? The Motley Crue. Motley Crue. It's like countdown, isn't it? I watched this on the network yeah. the other day as well. I'm pretty sure, yeah. like on the one of the countdowns. Everybody watches Sky Sports News, like all, all the everyday. Matt watches the WWE <laughs> Network all the everyday. And the last clue of this round is has a one and two record at WrestleMania. See, I think last week I went to broaden my. Uh, this week, this week you went too narrow. Yes. Yeah. I still think it's Tatanka. <laughs> it's not. Anyone want to hazard a Competed three times at WrestleMania. That's yeah. I didn't think it was at the time. I only can remember him in two. Uh, okay, he's a two-time hardcore champion. Oh, again, that's like the European. <laughs> it was 24 something. <laughs> and I think this could be one that might give it away. He has had a televised wedding on Monday Night Raw, and you guessed it, it didn't go to plan. Is it test... Congratulations, Dale and Doherty. <laughs> you have passed the test. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, it was the late Andrew Martin, uh, known as Test, uh, one of the best big guys in the business. Uh, that's a lot. What a lot of uh, JR said that uh, a lot of times when he was commentating in matches. And the rest of the clues were he was also a, a one-time WWF Tag Team Champion with Booker T. Uh, he was also a one-time Tag Team Champion with Booker T, but it was uh, WCW tag team titles when the, the invasion angle was on and the last clue would have been one of his signature moves was the pump handle slam I couldn't really go for the big books I think that would get give it away there uh, the WWE Hall of Famer that he was managed by no I hazard a guess at that is it Teddy Long nope no he's not a Hall of Famer is he it, no. was, wow. <laughs> it was Trish Stratus of course TNA TNA oh. and also Stacey Kubler which I'm going to think she's a future Hall of Famer do you agree uh, with yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about Tess. He's one of the big guys. He was in the anti-American group, the Un-Americans, and oh, that's probably, angle. I think that's one of the, he was the best at, uh, he, fe he faced off against the under the likes of The Undertaker, Kane, uh, Stuart. You must remember um, his, his feud with Goldust and Booker T. Uh, he cost them the WWE Tag Team Championship at SummerSlam. It was disgusting. Do you agree? <laughs> well, he wasn't King Booker then, so I'm not so sure. Uh -oh. But, um, I'd, Test was great. I mean, his, his theme music is probably what sticks with me the bit. Test. Every so often there's a guy comes along and it's his theme music that sticks with you. Like, obviously I had great matches, great moves, great championship runs, but it was his music for me that I'll always remember as you know, Do you know who reminds me a lot of him now? It's Seamus. So he obviously yeah. the big booty. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a shame because... Um, Tess is another one where we spoke about Shelton Benjamin last week I think in another time in another era he wouldn't have hit the glass ceiling but yeah. it's just a shame his character wasn't more developed I think his second run was uh, impressive he was in ECW and he won a lot of matches I think he uh, nearly won the ECW uh, championship in, I think it was uh, in the Elimination Chamber but Bobby Lashley beat him in the final two um, but he was, a, he was a great big guy 
uh, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the memorable moments there is the wedding. The wedding, so yeah. You've always been remembered for that. Everybody, <laughs> like, we look back at it now, like, he was marrying Stephanie. And Triple H come out and well, and, and one of the, the angles you'll never see in WWE today, they drugged her and took her away and got got her married. Great angle, great, Last great. great drive, one, drive through wedding. Yeah, one of the one of the best bits of WWE television you'll ever see. And it's it, it was a, a moment where you never really seen then about Triple H a heel, but he was he was funny at that moment and it was a very a very comedic moment. It was it was great. I think one of the other uh, memorable moments is. The test was just involved when it was uh, Shane O'Mac uh, jumping from the yes, from the Titan Tron and um so Landon Big Show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was one of the other ones, but I thought it was class. I thought I thought um as as you said, the glass ceiling that couldn't quite can quite make it in, in the era that he was in really, but I, I agree with Dalen as well to an extent. In a time where uh, big characters were important in the business, he just didn't have that extra something that would lift him up uh, through the card. But he, he was a great wrestler and probably would survive better nowadays uh, than he did back then. Yeah, and it's a shame he's no longer with us. Yeah. Can you remember his, uh, his feud with Scott Steiner uh, for Stacey Keebler's services? No, I, I, don't, I can't. I recall. remember. Uh, it's, it's it's brilliant. It's the bit when uh, Scott Steiner's on the on the stage and, and falls. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit I remember from that. But the whole feud was about uh, Stacey Kubler's services. Uh, test was being uh, the the demanding uh, client, and uh, Scott Steiner was the hero at the time. But they both turned on Stacey Kubler in the end and started Stacey. abusing her. <laughs> Stacey had a hard run. Like she, she got she like got put through a few tables well the Dudleys, yeah, Dudleys. Yeah. <laughs> like she took a bump like really yeah, yeah I believe she did <laughs> but anyway that's the end of the show for this week uh, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at Royal Ramble UWS I repeat at Royal Ramble UWS uh, we're now available on iTunes again uh, it's Royal Ramble UWS 1 and you can go on our WordPress page it is www.royalrambleuws1.com wordpress.com and we will be back next week god bless take it easy